Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Kings of Chariots, and we're here to talk about She-Hulk. It's me, boy Eli. It's me, Joe. And as I said, we're talking about the first episode of She-Hulk that just released today, and it's interesting. Uh, not terrible. I think it's uh, has an interesting... Um, you know what it feels like? It feels like... Uh, and, and I'll explain this as, as we go along. It feels like a... A quick rundown of a pilot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you mean? Mm -hmm. uh, mean by that? Because um, yeah, the whole uh, this whole episode is just more or less just explaining who Jennifer Walters is. Um, What's her relationship with uh, Bruce Spanner? Mm -hmm. How she becomes a Hulk? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and all that stuff. And yeah, I definitely get what you mean by it. it has a very sort of pilot kind of uh, feeling to it because it, it it does seem to like set up a lot of like sort mm -hmm. of those in, those dynamics between uh, Bruce and Jen, um, mm -hmm. as well as just like what makes her like her she, like what makes She Hulk different from Hulk besides uh, you know the obvious gender difference, mm -hmm. you know. Um, yes, because because like. And this is actually to to its benefit. If you don't know who She Hulk is, if you're like a fan of the movies and never read a comic book, only you've heard like She Hulk in passing, and only know that a this is her cousin, this is Hulk's cousin. You know, you don't know much about her. Mm -hmm. Here it's like, oh no, she's a lawyer. She's funny. She can break the fourth wall. Which I feel like, for, if you didn't know, would feel very weird because like. If you know your history of Marvel characters, She-Hulk was technically like the first Deadpool. Yeah, like she was in terms of like she was the first one to like straight up like break the fourth wall mm -hmm. in in a lot of Marvel comics. Yeah, and if you look up into um, the history of I, wonder, I can't remember the name the name of the writer, um, but his run on She-Hulk is probably the most one of the most definitive runs on She-Hulk uh, of the She-Hulk. It's kind of funny because she often would like. And this is how fourth wall breaky she was. She would literally be like, "Hey, you know, let's say let's say the writer was you, right? Like Joe." It's like, "Hey, Joe, what the fuck is this?" <laughs> like she would literally say, "Like, are, are you serious? Are we doing this?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, that's what I wrote." And it's that's that's the kind of comedy it would mm -hmm. be. Um, I don't think they're gonna go that far in. That would be pretty funny. It, it seems to take a bit more of a style of like something like. Uh... Like Jim from the Office, I guess. Whenever he looks into the camera, kind of thing. Yeah, it, it has that kind of same energy. Like she kind of looks into the camera. I mean, initially, like she sort of explains like the backstory of like, oh yeah, I'm a Hulk. Uh, let's you know get the the rundown. You know, let me explain to you guys. But clearly, because uh, you know, uh, so people. So I assume you know some people are like okay, so she's just gonna explain it to us, and then like. Uh, no, she, there's other scenes where just, like, looking at the camera and being like, uh, you know, like, he, oh, yeah, he doesn't really mean that, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So, you know, it's a, it's a yeah, it, I think it is, like, probably one of the more interesting things, and I always assume it might be, like, a little bit like a test, if you will, if and when Deadpool does show up into the MCU, mm. you know, that's, so, you know, for people who don't keep up with, you know, Deadpool and stuff, be like, oh, okay, you know, like. Yeah, some more breaking the fourth wall stuff here. But uh yeah, I think this first episode I mean I think it's solid. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's terrible. I do think um, some decisions on it are very questionable. But then again, like there are times where I've come to really like some aspects of. This has been me for a lot of the Disney Plus shows. There are aspects that I really like about it, and there's aspects I don't. I don't really like about it. Um, this one, for the aspects I don't like, it's just how quick we are with it. The pacing is really quick, especially in this first episode. Uh, but the but the setting, the the idea of Jennifer Walters, the, her issues, are plainly stated, and we totally understand where that's coming from. And considering who She Hulk is. And kind of like the one of the meanings behind She-Hulk for a lot of people, it kind of s- makes sense. Like for one of the reasons, one of the things that a lot of people tend to talk about, like what She-Hulk tends to mean for them, is this sort of like awakening to womanhood kind of idea. Because mm-hmm. Jennifer Walters uh, in the comics, um, early in the comics, it was this idea that you know she's kind of like you know very timid, very meek, uh, you know, kind of like doesn't really have much confidence with herself. But when she becomes, you know, She-Hulk, she just becomes this confident, sexy, you know, Amazonian woman. Yeah. And you can kind of see the the inklings of that, really, in this, in this first episode. The beginnings of that sort of idea setting, you know, you know, planting the seeds, as you will. Yeah. And it's something I'm really looking forward to. Also... You know, we just talked about how she's kind of the first Deadpool. She's also kind of one of the more comedic characters. Yeah, and I mean, definitely I think the show is definitely going to be uh, leaning into sort of the comedy aspect. Mm-hmm. It's very cheesy. Yeah. Like, there's some moments like, why did that happen? Well, because fuck, why not? <laughs> yeah. That's, like, there's a moment like, okay, this feels very, like, She-Hulk. Like, early She-Hulk. Where, like, something random would just happen like that. And I'm like, yeah, no, Jennifer Walters, that would happen. Um, but also, just, like, there, there's, like, an ongoing joke that even the fandom kind of questions. Like, it's it's a joke towards, like, fans. Not, like, a mean joke, but, like, a joke that fans would have conversations about. Yeah, like, those, like, uh, it's, it's it feels like one of those film theory videos of, like, you know, they didn't have anything else to do that day. And, like, hey, isn't it kind of, like, weird that, uh, you know, this person probably, you know, like, it's, like, a whole weird, like, theory of, like, you know, doing stuff. Yeah, it's, like, it's like something that, that, like, you know, that you heard Inklings on in, in on the internet. Like, like, people making fun of, of, like, characters and this and that. And then, like, they address it and they do it in such a funny way. It's, like, we're acknowledging that joke. <laughs> Yeah, which is, I mean, I won't lie, I don't think I ever, like, it's what, it was, I guess it's one of those things that, like, it's sort of like, huh, when you think about it, yeah, I guess it is kind of, uh, something <laughs> that, like, you know, like, you don't think about. Yeah. It's, like, in the background, and then you, like, once someone brings attention to it, and it's like, oh, yeah, I guess it is kind of weird, huh? huh. Yeah, and, like, they clarify it with the, with the, with the even more funnier joke. Well, yeah, they, they bring it all because they, they, they more or less start the like the episode with that joke, and then they end it with like a little like after credits little stinger mm-hmm. of like you know it's like finishing the joke essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I think the CGI I think for the most part works fairly well. Fairly well because um, I think I remember some people having at least a bit of issues at least when they were seeing the trailers of like. 
how she was looking. But I think uh, here she looks fine. I think the problem is, and this is just um, for me, like, you know, um, it's the shade of green they gave her. Yeah, I think that's kind of might that might be it. Yeah, because like it sometimes, like when you see someone paint themselves green, it just looks really wrong. Uh, yeah, and like it's it, like it, depending on what kind of shade they are, depend you know also you know in contrast with the skin tone, um, it works. But like for Jen Walters, the the skin tone they went with feels very weird. It's yeah, it's kind of interesting because when you look at the uh, the credit sequence, it's just a bunch of She Hulk, you know, mm-hmm. doing all their lawyer stuff or whatever. Um, like that kind of shading of green works in those like after credit scene or yeah. the credit scenes. And I also told, I think it's just more like it might just be one of those things where like she kind of just looks a little bit better like drawn mm-hmm. in art than in like a CG setting. It's it's one of those things where it looks better on paper than it does on film. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, uh, it's kind of in neat um, mm-hmm. to have uh, Mark Ruffalo be in the show. Well, yeah, and just like, and this is what I mean, like further acknowledging how different they are. If you didn't know um, who she Hulk, like she Hulk, yeah, she's a Hulk, but she's got more control over it than 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 Bruce. Yeah, because. Like- yeah, yeah, I'll let you go. No, 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 because, like, you know, they more like, you know, obviously, like, we've seen, like, you know, Bruce and the Hulk constantly, you know, it's a battle of personalities, essentially, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, in, in you know, in this episode, it's very clearly, like, you know, like, Bruce is trying to, like, get her up to speed and, like, trying to, like, make sure she can control both sides. And it's very, like, like oh, it comes, like, a bit more naturally to her. Like, he's, like... Uh, like there aren't like two different guys trying to battle out for positions. Like no, I think it's just all me. <laughs> you know? Which which you could do some reading into that. Yeah, I mean to be fair, like when you look into the Hulk and his origins. Yeah, like, I was just gonna say that. You know, like there's a lot of like reason as to why he is. What there, he there's is. a reason why the Hulk persona is very childlike. There's a reason why there's so many different like iterations of Hulk, and it's. Because for for Bruce, it's sort of a um, past trauma, and it's one of the things where I feel like a lot of people tend to forget about the Hulk and some things that I the movies have not done well, and I totally understand why because it's just how do you how do you do that in film, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't. I'm not saying you can't, but it's like how do you do that while acknowledging the fact that you're you know. Childhood trauma is a giant green monster. Yeah, like, I mean... That it, and they, not doing, like, it in a horror sense. Yeah, because, I mean, like, the Ang Lee Hulk definitely attempts that sort of thing. Yeah, it's one of the things I'm like, I look back at the Ang Lee Hulk, and it's, yeah, it's a bad movie. But, like, it tried, and it actually addressed the issues of, of Bruce. His trauma with his father, the, the abuse he had as a child, the death of his mother, and uh, while it doesn't happen in that movie... The fact that, in some cases, Bruce is responsible for the death of his father. Like, there, there's a reason why, you know, Bruce Banner is very, like, kind of, like, reserved and meek himself. Mm. Because of past traumas and abuse of other, you know, people. And so, 
obviously that's where that's why the Hulk is like a representation of all that rage he has, all the pent up rage that he has. You know, you know, you, you say be jealousy or this or that, but there's different iterations of Hulk within like the psyche of Banner that take form. That's why you have Joe Fixit, who is like the more confident, like the arrogant version of himself. Yeah, who is also a mobster. Which you know that's. And if you don't know who Joe Fixit is, that's Grey Hulk, buddy. Yeah, like it's always that was always like the interesting thing. If anything, like Grey Hulk was like the original, I guess, smart Hulk mm-hmm. that they sort of like. Portrayed. But he was also the weakest. <laughs> yeah, because he he obviously he had more intellect and like, yeah, he was still like Hulk sized, but it was all in his brain at this point, right? Yeah, he was smart, but he was also very arrogant. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason why he was a mobster. And with Jen Walters, you don't really have that. She's more... She didn't go... She doesn't have, you know, the childhood past traumas. But she does have issues of her own. And it's addressed in this show with her uh, issues as, you know, being a woman. Which is... For some, might be, like, a little too overhanded. But I think that kind of gets to the point why she has... She kind of has to keep herself in check. Yeah, like... And I think... It is, like, I guess you could maybe read into it more of, like, and maybe that's sort of the reason why she's able to control her Hulk self better. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because she's always been, like, because she always been, like, maintaining, like, her anger. Because, you know, if for, you know, like, for a woman to get angry, it's a lot different for a man, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Kind of yeah, stuff. yeah. And it'd be, and I'm not, I don't think they're going to go that deep into it. I think they'll go into some level of it, but they're not going to go too deep. Because, like, I feel like, one, like, I don't know how long Mark Ruffalo's going to be in this. Because I feel like this is just the one episode it deal with him. But it's also just, like, one of those things where, like, hey, um, yeah, this is something women go through. Because, let's face it, if a woman starts yelling, we all consider her crazy and or Karen. Mm, yeah. 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 And that's especially in a in a professional setting, right? Yeah, like she wants to be a lawyer, wants to get taken seriously, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Which they already set up like, eh, she ain't taking that seriously. Yeah, it's like, well, because <laughs> like there's a moment where like the like she's getting ready for her, uh, you know, uh, was it the the speech before the end of the uh, her uh, closing arguments? Her closing arguments. The the dude's saying some stuff and like. There, there's a I can't remember everything he said, but the one thing he really says like, make sure you smile, and it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, dude, no, <laughs> don't, don't say that, and like, because you know that's a that's a that's a thing that yeah, 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 it's a, it's a very like it, it's a bit sexist, right? Yeah, you know, it's like because you know, it's, it's, it's it goes back to like uh, the whole we're not gonna go deep into Captain the the issue the 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 problems that Captain Marvel had to face before that movie came out. It's like, cause you, cause like there was an issue where like, Oh, she doesn't smile in any of her photos. She should smile more. It's like, I mean, Steve, Iron Man, everyone else isn't smiling. Why, why does she got to smile? Yeah. Like she's, she's, a, she's, a, she, you know, she's got her serious game on, you know, yeah. she has to save the world and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a little interesting. <laughs> Unless she's like a fucking Goku or Luffy who's got to put a smile on. But then again, when you, when you see Goku or Luffy, Get serious. It's like, oh shit. Yeah, that's that's the juxtaposition, you know. Yeah, um, but that's a totally different story. Yeah, but no, I think this show has a lot of like good ideas going with. But there's, I feel like there's also like a lot of execution issues that I have 
issues. <laughs> um, but I think so far, this is just a very solid first episode. I think that there's a lot of like hope to make things better. And obviously we are going to get um, Daredevil, Abomination, and some other characters who are supposedly coming in along. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about your, your expectations for those guys? or? I mean, I don't know, because I have heard that... Mm-hmm. Daredevil, because I think some people have been like, are like, oh, Daredevil's only going to show up in the last episode, blah, blah, blah. But I have heard that he actually is going to play at least, uh, not, not, like, not like a huge role, but like, he will have a role throughout the series, mm-hmm. uh, which makes sense to me because one lawyer. Yeah, they're both lawyers. <laughs> so, you know, we could potentially see them like, you know, hanging out or whatever, mm-hmm. which would be kind of interesting. Um, but it, yeah, like it, I think it's like... I guess what what's uh, I find more interesting is that yeah we're getting Abomination back and he looks more like the Abomination from the car- the comics which I always found mm-hmm. which I always found to be kind of interesting mm-hmm. you know like um, but yeah I mean you know I think it's gonna be because I I've, I've heard a lot of people having complaints about they made him too funny and to which I respond have you ever read a She Hulk comic <laughs> yeah I mean. Clearly, I think when most people like, mm-hmm. I guess criticisms about uh, She Hulk, or that I think at least from this show, I think it's definitely people who probably don't know that much about She Hulk. Mm-hmm. There's probably gonna be at least one or two like freaking uh, takes on the internet being like, I can't believe they, you know, made a female Hulk, and it's like, dude, She Hulk's been around since like at least the '60s. Yeah. So don't don't try to think that this is like a new thing. Like She Hulk's been is honestly a fairly popular character. Honestly, she's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, like you she's know, she's annoying to fight sometimes in Marvel Three. I mean, yeah. Although I do like the, the back and forth she has with Deadpool in that game. Yeah. You know, it's like you're not the only one that break the fourth wall, Wade. <laughs> yeah. Don't gotta do this happen. Yeah, but um, well, also just like. So, if you ever read comics, right, specifically Marvel, they tend to jump around on the serious and the comedy a lot. It's just who they are. Like, you would you would face, like, a very, like, serious, noted storyline with a character, and then the next, then there's a story with that character doing some jokes or being funny. I think, like, one of the best examples of that is um, Daredevil, surprisingly. Because there's a, there was a run where like Daredevil was happy, and a lot of people were like, "Why is he happy? He's not supposed to be happy. He's Daredevil. He's supposed to be like guilt ridden and stuff." Like, no, he can be happy. Dude, what's wrong with him being happy? I, it's the same people that I think. Uh, whenever Peter Parker uh, mm. in, in like comics is having like, or just in anything, just he has like a fun, you know he's enjoying life. There's like Peter shouldn't be like this. He should be struggling. Yeah, <laughs> he always has to struggle. That's that's who that's who Spider Man is. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like but it's funny because like in that way in in that run uh, by, Mar- by Mark Wade, uh, which I do recommend reading. It's surprisingly really good. It's also like he's just kind of like covering up like some issues he's been going through, which I'm like, yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. Like you you're using it in a smart way, which I'm like, which someone said like, oh yeah, but he's still being like you know this this and that. I'm like. Yeah, but he's also being lighthearted. You know, he's 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 kind of he's he saves a bus full of 
blind kids. That's like so wholesome. I honestly, I think it's just. Uh, I think like a lot of people, maybe they're just they like. They don't get that like um, it's okay for characters to have a bit of levity. Yeah. You know, like okay for these uh, characters, you know that definitely seem to have lots of struggles to have at least moments of levity mm-hmm. or like you know, calmness or where mm-hmm. they can just be like you know relaxed in that kind of stuff. I because... feel like oftentimes. For a lot of people, they tend to forget that comic books aren't written by one person. Well, you know, and you know, like anything from the big two, are tend to be aren't written by the big like by one person. They're written by different people who write stuff differently. I mean, yeah, that maybe that that's one. But I also feel like, if anything, it's more of a there's like a lot of these characters should have moments to take a breath you know to to Mm -hmm. slow down you know to like this and that so that when those moments of like say of personal uh like struggles and all that sort of stuff happen they're more impactful because it's Mm -hmm. like you know what this character is when the situation isn't as suspenseful or this and that you know so it gives it more meaning i guess whenever those mm-hmm. big moments happen right so if you give your characters like a, a bit of downtime allow them to be at least a bit happy when the moments that you know where it's like oh the struggle uh oh, this and that they feel more impactful i feel because then it's like okay you know what these guys are fighting for mm-hmm. you know w- you know when the day comes where they don't have to you know yeah be doing this yeah, it's 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 like oh you have oh it's oh you have a life that's fine that's good thank God, kind of stuff right? Yeah, more or less. Yeah, like for me, like what I'm saying is that like I could be reading a comic where Batman is doing some edgy shit, and then read a, a book where he's having like where like to give you an example like right now Batman's doing some like you know his detective stuff, but then you go to the Superman Batman comic. Somehow they do the fusion with 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 Green Lantern's power, with Superman, and now he's like Batman, Superman, saying whatever. This actually happened. I don't know why you're looking at me like that. I don't. I I barely understood half of that. To be honest. <laughs> uh, basically, um, Superman, Batman, uh, with the power with the power of a Green Lantern ring, were able to fuse into one person. Okay. Yeah, that's all I was saying. Like Dragon Ball Z level shit. Okay. Um. I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, I think it's more of like people's perceptions of uh, mm-hmm. how these uh, comic book characters are seen. Like, obviously, not everyone's reading comics and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, for I think a good chunk of the last couple of years, yeah, people see Batman as this dark, brooding guy. But I mean, like, dude fights like some crazy villains like literally a sand monster or rather a clay monster mm-hmm. like i don't know it's it always i always found it fucking interesting that people are always like batman it should always be dark and serious because that's you know I, I don't know i don't know if it's because of the the nolan trilogy and you know how good the dark knight was and that people are just so fixed stated on like keeping batman in that box but i always found batman more fun when he you know, when he does get into some crazy shenanigans every now and again. Yeah. Like, he has to fight uh, Joker with um, some smiling fish. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just... 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's just uh, people who uh, feel like it has to be dark and serious so that they themselves feel like they watch serious movies or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, th- I think it's also. I think it's just more of like, oh, these. Uh, you know, you're making fun of these characters, and I'm like, well, but Mar- well, both the big two have been doing that for years. I mean, friggin', I think every franchise eventually just makes fun of itself. Yeah. I mean, like, Disney, like, not counting, not talking about Marvel stuff, but, like, the Disney, like, movies, like, uh, the animated movies have been making fun of themselves for a while. I mean, friggin' Frozen has this whole thing where it's like, you're gonna marry a guy you just met? Isn't that a little too soon you know like a wink, wink and the nod wink and nod to the camera it's like oh i get it because you guys did that all the time in the old movies also it's kind of cringe yeah a little bit see i was gonna go with like the the, the more recent mickey mouse shorts oh yeah <laughs> yeah th- those ones i think worked out a little better yeah because it's like it, it, it stops making a mickey the straight man and more of the crazy one yeah, yeah just, everyone's a little crazy in that show yeah and those shorts um yeah, so I don't know. It's to me, I think uh, she all being more comedic is fine because one, it's true, more true to the character mm-hmm. and her old thing. And uh, I mean, two, I mean, realistically, I mean, the show is more or less about her being a lawyer, and then I guess you know, the make wanting to make a lawyer, I guess you know, lawyers for superheroes, I guess, yeah. kind of thing. I mean, granted, we don't know what <clears throat> the whole like big overarching thing of She-Hulk seems like it's gonna be cause it might be just an episodic thing yeah like I mean Moon Knight definitely like was in its own little bubble essentially yeah even though it is part of the MCU and stuff mm-hmm. which was fine for that show it yeah. honestly feel, feels like it's fine like for Moon Knight to be like that Miss mm-hmm. Marvel uh definitely like her whole arching thing uh is mainly more to tie into the upcoming like the Marvel's movie yeah, and all this thing involving her powers. And yeah, you know, the potential of her maybe being a mutant as well, dropping those bread <laughs> yeah, dropping those bread comes in there. Um and then with She-Hulk, it's I it's going to be I don't know, it's going to be interesting where 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 it all sort of I think it's just best to like <clears throat> this is just me, right? Where you just um keep them in their own sort of thing and then like Bringing them on because the, the the you've rewatched some of the Marvel movies recently, and some of the ones that movies that worked the best is the ones that didn't tie to anything. Just having them be like their own little thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's sort of like not to say that it's a bad thing to have interconnectivity. Yeah, because I mean, that's kind of what Marvel. That's the whole point of the MCU in, mm-hmm. in a sense. It's it's what made them the most pop popular like, yeah. thing ever. But I think it was always the main thing is that you don't necessarily have to watch everything to get everything, mm-hmm. right? You know, like, oh, you didn't, you don't need to watch every single movie before the first Avengers to get why this is happening. Mm-hmm. You could have just watched Iron Man 1 and 2 and then you can, like, you know, because that movie definitely sets up at least all the other, like, main characters well enough to where you can kind of get what's going on, mm-hmm. what their whole deal is. And that's sort of like, I feel like that was always sort of the approach that I think Marvel has done and I think should continue to do of just like, because I know some people like, uh, some people's main issue with uh, 
Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was like they felt it was a bit of a Wanda's whole direction felt a bit of like a heel turn but you know if you watch WandaVision it makes a bit more sense um that's probably maybe like the first time I think where it feels like okay I need to watch this Disney Plus show to understand the motivations of what's happening with Wanda in the Multiverse of Madness okay Mm. I feel like that's maybe the first time we've uh, probably seen something like that in the Marvel Universe, which uh, in the MCU, which, to be fair, like, 10 years, essentially, because it started in 20, uh, 2008, like, it took more than 10 years for that to finally happen, where it feels like, okay, maybe, you know, we can do a thing of uh, having uh, a character, or rather, like, having things set up and then, like, maybe people will have to go watch this thing to get, you know, what's going on. And even then, I feel like um, when you watch Doctor Strange, um, like, you can, like, her motivations are pretty pretty clear, you know, pretty laid out anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just that I think WandaVision makes it more, like... Coherent, I guess. For yeah, some yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's always been Marvel's sort of thing of just like, not necessarily like everything is setting up to the next big event, but more sort of like. Yeah, and I feel like I, I feel like we've we've kind of like talked to this to the end where like they kind of need to either slow down or just like try to make more you know standalone stories again. But you know that's to each their own, really. Uh, it's a hope they do, but listen to us a bit. Uh, but to but right now for like She Hulk, it feels like it's gonna be like a standalone thing. But I will say, I like how they, I like how Hulk tries to be like, you gotta be a superhero now. I was like, I don't want to be a superhero. I'm a goddamn lawyer. And like, if you know anything about She Hulk, uh, she's gonna be doing some superheroing. Why not? Electrical. Hey, ma. Bien. ¿Qué uh, just be more. Okay, Yeah, like that's always I won't lie, that's actually kind of one of the interesting things uh with She-Hulk um at least in this uh, episode mm-hmm. where it's like Bruce's whole thing is like, "All right, you got I got to train you to be a superhero, all right?" Cuz yeah. you know Cause he's very much like, listen, we doing a whole great power, great responsibility thing with her, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, like we're the ones that are gonna have to like when something goes down, we have to like protect people, all right? Yeah. Like. S- yeah. So no, I agree with you. Um. No, hey man, like, do you gotta do <laughs> really? The the situation will come up, and then she. Well, actually, it came up at the end of the episode. I mean, yeah, because obviously, definitely, yeah, you know, that end of the episode, you gotta get one last big mm-hmm. action moment, and you know, it shows that, like, hey, yeah, all right, I guess I gotta take care of some superhero nonsense, but I'm, but I'm still gonna lawyer this up, mm-hmm. all right? I am here to deliver my closing statement, all right? <laughs> Let's yeah. ignore the fact that I just threw that lady through a wall, <laughs> and she just came out of nowhere, yeah, for whatever freaking reason. Yep. I'm here to freaking uh, lawyer this shit up. <laughs> Which again, that is such a like a classic She-Hulk thing to do. 
Random scenario happens. She has to clean it up, and it's like, all right, now back to the lawyering. Uh, what were we doing again? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think this is a solid episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am at least uh, optimistic of how everything else is going to turn out. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I think it's uh, I think it has. I think, like I said, this one, aside from the issues that I, that I personally have with some of the direction, but then I mean, like shot direction wise, it's fine. Um, I think it's uh, it has has a the the seeds to grow better, and it's one of those things where like, well, like Miss Marvel, right? For me, it started off great and it fizzled down so hard. For this one's like it's starting okay. Hopefully, like it maintains at least a solid to maybe a good. Even better, mm-hmm. but we'll wait and see. But yeah, I think that's the. I think we can wrap it up there. Um, if you guys like what you heard, be sure to follow us on all social medias at the Geeks Centurions. We are most active on Instagram at the Geeks Centurions. You'll find a link tree to all the podcasts since we're officially part of like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, on and such more things. And you'll find a link to the YouTube for all your audio listeners out there who want to put a face to the voice. There you go. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe on there, and be sure to support us in any form with our Patreon. Anyways, guys, you guys have a good one. It's been me, your boy, Eli. It's been me, Joe. She-Hulk starts off pretty good, and hopefully we'll see more of it. And yeah, you guys have a good one. Peace.